0: What's Appalachian?
1: We've been in such a stagnant state um, for such a long time, yeah. especially in our region, in, in our area of the Ohio yeah. Valley, that people would just, they expect if there is going to be change, that it's just going to come fast. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of What's Appalachian? This is Gabe Roush with Cody
0: Greathouse. And it's great to have you all with us tonight. So, Cody, what's going on, man? Nothing, dude. Just been kicking it. Basketball back underway. Uh, scrimmage last night, as you know. The voice is a little raspy coming <laughs> into tonight's uh, tonight's episode, but you know, yeah, so happens to the best of us. Uh,
1: happens when you're coaching hard,
0: mm-hmm. man. Uh, man, I'm not
1: gonna lie. It's been a week, so glad to be.
0: Dude, I'd be know. hanging out with you. <laughs> it's <is> really good. <laughs> this is this is like our time to just kind of decompress.
1: And this is a true normal Saturday night. Yeah. We are recording on a Saturday night for yeah. the first
0: time this is our, for a minute. Yeah, this is our Saturday night shenanigans, so you guys yeah. are getting a, you know. Getting a nice treat. Bird's eye view of what we do, a.k.a. sitting on a couch with a cooler between us and.
1: Just kind of BS. Yeah,
0: that's really <laughs> it. Probably listen to some tunes later, i
1: oh, Yeah, I can't wait. A little bit of CCR yeah, coming up. yeah. A little bit of Tyler Childers. Oh yeah, uh, but anyways, we have uh, an exciting announcement to make.
0: Yeah, yeah, big time.
1: Good. Like, I've been looking forward to hearing the, that, to, to sharing this. I know. Uh, I know. Since we found out and everything. I know. We are now officially powered by West Virginia Can't Wait. Yep. We've talked about them previously, and we talked with one of the one of the main architects behind West Virginia, West Virginia Can't Wait, uh, Stephen Smith, who yep. is actually a candidate for governor here in West Virginia. Um, so we are one of their citizen journalism project. People. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really know things. Yeah. Uh, So essentially, uh, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, West Virginia Can't Wait is a grassroots movement um, whose main goal essentially is to to inspire just normal, average, everyday folks to kind of step up to the plate, run for local office or state office, federal office and uh make a positive change in their community yeah um they're not really they're, they are not tied to a specific party or anything like that they're they're tied to people
0: yeah and, and making and, a change yeah
1: their, their entire platform is uh dreamt up uh ratified by west virginians just normal everyday west virginians and then they build upon that so we're stoked um i uh i guess as a a level of uh, of a disclaimer. And, I mean, I was a West Virginia Can't Wait candidate right. this past election cycle yeah. um, for city council. So um, to be able to kind of carry on what they're wanting to do for just normal people, I, I'm excited about. I am too. I am too. So uh, we're, we're excited to team up with them and, and just kind of hold up uh, folks of Appalachia, folks of West Virginia. So yeah, thank you, West
0: Virginia Can't Wait. Thank you very much. So, Gabe, a little perturbed this week. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah. Something yeah. grinding your beard?
0: Got online the other day. Checked out, uh, and th- this is going to put me on a rant. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's getting heated. Um, yeah, you wanna sit take? back and relax. Um, so I got online the other day, and I know a lot of West Virginians can. Um, can well, I'm not going to say a lot of West Virginians. I'm sorry. Um, people in our area can, in our area, in terms of Point Pleasant and surrounding areas, <clears throat> can attest to this. Is the fact that I got online the other day and my internet and cable bill <laughs> have skyrocketed.
1: Yeah, my bu- mine jumped up too. I didn't know that until you just mentioned it to me
0: earlier. Did I know? I know. So, um, my wife. She was just like, "Hey, can you call Suddenlink Is our internet provider? Can you call Sunlink and and see like what's up with the with the increase in our bill?" And I'm like, Ugh. "You know, I hate calling Suddenlink anyway because it's, dude, it's impossible to get through to someone. For example, I got an email at work one day that Suddenlink was providing a five dollar discount." On our bill each month for teachers, for educators, if mm-hmm. we could prove that, you know, we were educators. Oh. So I go through the hoops, you know, and I know it's only $5, and I get it. But I was just like, you know, I don't really get a bunch of discounts for being a teacher, so, like, I'm going to use it. Yeah. And Suddenlink sucks. So I, I want to nickel and dine them for as much as I can, you know. So I go through the hoops, and, dude... I kid you not, I called a million times, not a million times actually, but I called probably, I'd say 10 or 11 times that day. Oof. Yeah. Be- I was that adamant because I had just seen the increase on the bill anyway. And it only increased by like, you know, like 10 bucks. So I wasn't like real pissed off about it, but I was just like, it's okay. I'll add this five bucks and it'll be like it increased only five bucks, you know? Yeah. So I called all day finally get through to someone whenever i talk to someone on the on the phone at suddenly anytime i got through to them they were just like i have no idea what you're talking about like i've typed in every promo code everything that we have there's nothing that comes up here as a teacher discount and it was <laughs> it, and like i understand yeah it could have been a scam whatever it wasn't a scam it came right from sudden like office yeah and Man, I finally got through to someone like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like, this is what they have to do. I have to send you over to billing and blah, blah, blah. So they send me over to billing. Guy, dude, we were just connecting. Dude knew what I was talking about. Game on. What happens? He accidentally hangs up on me. (laughs) I shit you not. I know that sounds like I'm making this up. I shit you not. That's exactly what happened. So I was like, you know what? I'm done. Like, you win. But, you know. Dude, they increased my bill, and, and here's where they get you, and, and this is what pisses me off about Suddenlink Internet and suddenly you know, their services as a whole. Mm-hmm. They want you, and, and I understand package deals, I understand cable, Internet, whatever, I get it, but, like, when you are offering these incentives to new customers and you're not giving existing customers, you know, what what they should be getting it is complete bullshit. Yeah, and the biggest piece of bullshit in our area is the fact that it's a monopoly. Like, I'm not um, going to Frontier internet. to get internet because Frontier Internet 1, do you know who owns Frontier Internet?
1: Uh, I mean, I know Mitch Carmichael's been heavy
0: in it. Yeah, I don't know if he owns it or not. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's up there. So, like, screw them. Like, they not going to them. Plus, money. I see enough bad shit about them anyway. So I feel like Links, like, it, regardless, Sunlink's kinda like, Yeah, well Frontier Frontier's not gonna be better than us anyway. So yeah. yeah. It's
1: like how AT&T was in our area for the longest time. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean it's the same it's the same setup. I didn't think like, about that yeah. We're the only provider. And then finally like Verizon kinda stepped in yeah. and then Sprint. And like now there's actually options. To, yeah so there's competition. And I
0: can promise anyone, you know, if, if you deal with internet service elsewhere that listen to our podcast, like and, and if you can bring another internet provider to West Virginia, it will, it At will least start our area. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you.
1: Well, broadband's
0: an issue here anyway. Man, it is an issue, but shit, dude. Here's I, a,
1: like, here's the thing, though. Like, some of our, like, you you head up to Harrison County or whatever in, like, the Clarksburg Bridgeport area. Yeah. They have, like, like speed of lightning, fiber optics, yeah. or, like, city net and stuff. Yeah. And, like, we're hanging down here with, like, subpar customer
0: service which no, yeah I, I, and i and i understand yeah i, I, I understand. understand where it's a bigger area they will they they probably do trump what 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 we should be getting but like and, and i'm not saying what we should be getting i'm saying they should be first in terms of
1: well they're going to have that development right but, but still the customer service customer service is do dog
0: shit yeah It's crap and so you know tonight i texted gabe um and I was just like, dude, check your internet or check your SunLink bill. What is your SunLink bill? And because mine's auto withdrawn, which right. is probably a huge mistake with the utility company. Well, and and mine was too for a long time until my wife picked up on it. it was just like, no, it's increased. Ours was ninety five dollars a month. Okay, yeah, that's what I for thought mine was. And it's one hundred and fifty now. It's up to one fifty.
1: Yeah, ours bumped up to one twenty.
0: Yeah, so. You know, and anytime you call, they're just like, "Well, you were under this special, uh, you were under the special promotion," and then it, it, they just feed you some other BS. And, and no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, not that I knew of. Yeah. Uh, they they misinformed us, if that yeah. was the case. So you know, I, I feel for for other Appalachians um, that <laughs> are controlled by a monopoly internet company because you know, internet nowadays. Should be considered, you know. It is a utility. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lit- that's what it should if be. Twenty twenty as- proved
1: anything. Like you yep. have to have internet for a kid to go to school. It was,
0: it was a necessity, man. Yeah, or to work. Yeah. So, so you know, and, and it's kind of like you know our good friend down the road that lives in our neighborhood. Weaver, he works from home now, and his, you know, when sudden Links sucking ass, what can you do? I don't you know, know. know. So that's what grinds my beard is the fact that a monopoly is has uh increased and and it, it's not just one giant increase it's increased over time to mm-hmm. this yeah so you know it I, is what it is i guess i'll just sit and i feel you remain pissed off and just deal with it yeah i will, will shoot as you were talking man like
1: i didn't have anything that kind of grounded my beard yeah. but the more i sat here and thought about it it kind of triggered me on a couple things that have kind of that I've kind of caught on to this past week. So you know what's grinding my beard, man? What's that? I absolutely hate when folks are very quick to jump on social media to just burn down a small business if they've had a singular bad experience. That's the worst because, I mean, in today's time, social media ratings or or recommendations and whatnot. that goes a long they're way heavy. yeah yeah heavy. especially for a small business yeah so i mean if if you go to a just to a small business and you have or you you get a product that's just not the quality you expected yeah or you're like oh that's actually that's got mold on it or something like yeah. that like instead of the first your first reaction probably
0: shouldn't be to go straight to your Facebook. I'm going to take a picture. And be like,
1: I'm going to take a picture of this. And like, you guys should never go here because this is just terrible.
0: Yeah. Because out of the 100,000 other times I've been here, it's been perfect. Yeah. But this one time it was
1: bad. So however, you know what? you, You know what the best thing to do is? Why don't you just like, I don't know, message them, message the small business, be like, hey, like I had like this issue with this or that. Communicate, yeah, just be like, uh, just just to let you know, so no one else buys this product Mm -hmm. or so you can go ahead and pull this product off the shelf and then no harm done. Like, yeah, you had a bad experience nine times out of ten. That that small business is probably gonna be like, Oh, thank you so much. What I'm saying, like, it it, next time you come in, like it's on us, something like that. Like, nine times out of ten, that's gonna be their reaction, yeah, because they appreciate you looking out for for their reputation, yeah. However, what do we see a bunch of Karens hop on social media and, and just like blast? Full on blast, a, a small business, and yeah. and folks, their livelihood depends on their small business. You're right. So your post can cost them probably hundreds and hundreds of dollars of sales. Yeah. For for that day or that week. Yeah. And, and that's detrimental to a small well, business. Owner.
0: And and I think I know what post you're talking about. Just in terms of our, you know, Gabe and I are talking about you know small town bullshit that happens. Yeah. And and it, you know, and, and I know it happens everywhere. the yeah. Thing. Yeah. And one thing I will say and i will take a small drink too. uh this is not my drink to that but this is a small drink to that. or the people that jumped on that same post and had basically told the person like get a life.
1: Yeah. If, if this is what you have to complain about today?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But still minuscule. But no I, some I, people
1: I, won't, won't hop on comments. They they'll see that post you're and right. they're just like, "Oh, well, I'm never going to go there." You're right. You're right. i mean in in the, in the end That affects someone's livelihood. It does. And and I just think that's such a selfish, self centered thing to do. Yeah. But I guess that's today. It is, sadly. But, anyways, today's Grind My Beard is brought to you by River Roasters Coffee Company, who actually grinds some of the best coffee beans in the Ohio Valley. They do. That's one of our favorite coffee shops. Actually, it's probably my top coffee shop. Uh, Great atmosphere. Great. Speaking of grind, they have a big. Have a big addition coming up too, man. I know they're going to start roasting their own beans, which I'm ecstatic about. Yeah, uh, so um, we're really looking forward to that, and we just want to thank them for being a partner of What's Appalachian. Most definitely,
0: most definitely. So I want to bring us into our newest segment here at What's Appalachian. Yeah, we're going to title it "What's On Tap." What, what was that noise? Uh, There's a beer can open. Oh, up. oh but yeah.
1: we're talking about draft.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what's on tab is our newest segment here. At what's Appalachian. And what we do here is, as you guys have seen on our Instagram, on our Facebook, um, we post, we post questions or, or we just throw it out there in terms of, you know, anything you want to ask um, Gabe and me here. Um, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll throw it out there and discuss it. and, and, dude, looking back at some of the questions thrown our way this past week, it was actually, there were some really good there, questions there thrown good out there, man. There, there
1: were. I was I was honestly surprised on how many we received. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. Be, to be quite frank. No, I know. Yeah. And, and then just kind of the quality. Yeah. Some are fun. Some are more serious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll be honest with you, I, I, I had read a couple, uh, and I purposely kind of, didn't look at some of them mm-hmm. that way. So, so it we're would a little just be, more... you know, hit me with it. You know what right. I mean? Just, I uh, got gotcha. you. Uh, just go off the top of my dome piece here. Yeah. You know, dome piece. It's got a little hip hop and uh. I don't know. So anyway, um, what's on tap is our newest segment, Gabe. So what is on tap for me, for us? <laughs>
1: All right. Well, the first question comes from uh, Austin Cole. All right, he asks, what are some things that could boost our local economy and create more job opportunities? Is it possible for our area to grow? So we're talking Ohio Valley
0: area of Appalachia. I think I think when, when, when we look at um, job opportunities and things like that, and I think that's a great question. cover from Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when looking at job opportunities and, and, and economic growth, uh, i think i think we're slowly seeing that within our small town Yeah. Uh, and i can only speak from from you know what what we've seen um and and you know i feel like and you know you you tell me what you think uh i feel like sometimes we are headhunting for this uh major business to come in and just turn things around for us the big fish the big fish um and what we're doing right now, I feel like, is we are grooming ourselves as a community, and I just speak of Point Pleasant, um, and and even Mason. I know Mason's had a few small businesses pop up as well, definitely uh, there in West Virginia. <clears throat> um, I feel like we're grooming ourselves up to make it more enticing for these big fish Mm -hmm. to come in.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. And then I know every small town or every region of Appalachia is a little bit different in that from an economic standpoint, but I feel like one thing smaller towns can do, especially in the region that that we're in is if folks invest more in small business Mm -hmm. rather than the big fish, like you were talking about. I mean, yes, that fosters that growth to to make your area more appealing to larger fish come in. But right now, we're sitting in a small pond. We're not sitting in uh, a, a large lake here. No. I'm um, looking for a big fish. No. But, but,
0: but, but yeah. But I, I think, too, you know, it doesn't have to be industry. No, no. Um And, and I think of one thing I think of that, that comes to mind is, you know, the Hatfield-McCoy Trail mm-hmm. in southern West Virginia. Yeah. That brings tons of people every year. Oh. You yeah. know, and that's not even industry. No, and and it's, it's bringing a ton of money. It's tourism industry.
1: Yeah. And that's something that, that the state but of West I, Virginia needs to look heavier Yeah, And, and, and small towns need to look harder. I think what
0: I mean by industry is, you know, what what was it we were going to have up the road from us? Oh, it was going to be like a coal-burning cold yeah plant. Yeah. yeah. When, when I think of industry, I guess, you know, I, it's the wrong verbiage in terms of, uh, you know, for me. But in terms of industry, I think of just like...
1: Just manufacturing, yes, manufacturing. Chemical.
0: Yes. Coal, things like that that, yeah. that um, you know, which, you know, I, it's hard for me not to associate the word industry with that because Well, that's where we're from. Yeah. <laughs> walk out your front door and you see smokestacks. It's just I, I, I feel like it, what was the second half of Austin's question? Um <clears throat> Is it possible for our area to grow? Most definitely. I, and I and we we're have we're we seeing have it.
1: I think what people need to realize too that we've been in such a stagnant state um, for such a long time, yeah. especially in our region, in our area of the Ohio yeah. Valley, that people just they expect if there is going to be change that it's just going to come fast. Yeah, and that's just not the case. Right. It's that that's you, you can't expect that, and if you do expect that, you're going to burn out really
0: you're quick, right. and then well, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Oh, is what you're doing? Well, definitely, definitely, and, and being angry. Yeah.
1: I mean, just, I, I know we've talked about this before, but, like, I, but it's a really good example. It's just, like, what's going on on Main, on Main Street in Point yeah. Pleasant. Yeah. Um, there were a few folks that really kind of bought into the idea, like, there's potential here. They're like, well, we're going to jump in and do this with a small business. Um, and then other folks are like, well, if they were able to do that, then I think we can do this, too. Yeah. And then and then the local folks start supporting those businesses. Yeah. And then other businesses start to pop well, up.
0: you know, and and... It I'll just ask, creates that positive atmosphere. Yeah, and I'll, I'll ask you this. You know, I find myself still, even if I go to another small town or, or even New Haven or Mason, mm-hmm. if I go up through there and it's like, man, there could be so much yeah, yeah. here, you know, just because I've, I've, you know, we've we've done this stuff with, with Main Street and whatnot. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I hit Mason and I'm like, wow, man, th- this could be a, th- yeah. th- this could be booming too. And then I hit New Haven and it's like, man, this is a quaint little town that could be booming too. It's. You know, and, and it's all interconnected. Town, yeah, I mean. and it's all interconnected through here. You know, yeah. What what? And I think, and it can be on us in terms of you and I. No. You know, obviously, but if if people in Mason took the same, had the same prerogative that that we had here, mm-hmm. and and put forth some effort there, and then the same in New Hate, like dude, Any what a stretch town. of road. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying in our own in personal our, area, yeah. like, hey, you know. Start at Point Pleasant, work our way up through New Haven, and yeah. eat some cool, at uh, some cool restaurants and whatnot. But no, I, I think I think it's totally possible, uh, and, and I think we see it happening right now in terms of where we are. Um, but but to answer Austin's question, I think we sit and wait on this big fish. Uh, I, I think if we if we do that, it's it, it would be devastating to us as you know. Well, citizens in well, these small towns
1: yeah and like you said you're setting sh- yourself up for disappointment you are i mean and then you lose motivation yeah and that's and then that's how we fall back into the mm-hmm. stagnant state uh that our local economy had been in for for such a long time yeah but but i do believe it's possible it's just like you said it, it just takes folks stepping up having that determination having that interest to kind of invest your time and effort yeah. into your and in, into your town agreed in that regard yeah and then things start to happen. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to look, you've got to take small wins and, and show that those are actually victories. Yeah. And then explain to other people in your community, like, Hey, this is, this is good. This is, this is a, this is a victory. Well, those, and then, then, they, then they, then the small things. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they pile add,
0: on top of each other. Yeah. And and they then, equal
1: big things, yeah. you know,
0: but, but yeah, that's a good question. I, I like that. I did too. I really, I really like that question.
1: Uh, let's see here. This is a fun one from Anthony Darst. Uh, Cardinal black bear, brook trout, marry one, kiss one, eat one. Oh gosh. For anybody that might be wondering why those particular animals, those are the state animals of uh, West the Virginia. state
0: animals of West Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. It's our state animals. State birds, state, animal state and animals, and animals yeah. state
1: fish. Okay. Every state has those, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? I don't know. I don't know either. I would think
1: so. We'll we'll save that for Google yeah. later. When we're editing this. So cardinal black bear brook trout.
0: Marry one, kiss one, eat one. I would have to say I would marry the black bear. Okay. Just because, like, I think they're I think they're cute animals. Yeah. Mom, I think I think bears are cute. They're cute. Now, are we saying like is, is this gonna be a tamed black bear? I mean, I've I know I not, don't want to kiss. No.
1: No, it's, no, it's, this is a wild West Virginia black bear
0: who are um, obviously not, not
1: violent animals. Unless you like mess with their cubs. I don't know about that. I mean, I mean, a bear's not going to charge you unless they feel threatened. Yeah. But like, I mean, I guess more if you're
0: standing at the altar, just like waiting for my black bear to come down the.
1: It's going to charge the shit, out of, you. Charge <laughs> the shit out of you because there because
0: <laughs> be tons of people at her wedding. No, I, I would marry the black bear uh, just because I've always thought bears are cute anyway. So uh, I'd totally go with the black bear. I would kiss. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I would kiss the brook trout. So you're going to eat a cardinal? Oh, I forgot the other. <laughs> I forgot the last one was eat. No, we're flipping that. I would kiss the cardinal. Eat the brook trout. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't eat a cardinal. I forgot. Eat was the was one of the. They're questions. pretty. Just probably wouldn't taste pretty good. I mean, it's trout though. Oh yeah. no, I'm talking about the cardinal. Oh, the cardinal. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. It probably <laughs> wouldn't taste too hot. But I, I would, I would eat the eat the fish. So, yeah,
1: I'd. I'm a little bit different on you on that. I'd, okay, I'd, I'd I'd kiss the black bear.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're talking about a wild bear. You're gonna go face to face. The wild black bear. Yeah, but I don't have to live with it for the
1: rest of my life. I mean, just be like, hey, go on and live life peacefully outside of my home. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I'd marry the cardinal. Card- okay.
1: Cardinals are pretty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they are really pretty birds. They are. Um, I agree. <laughs> and then I need the the brook trout. trout. Yeah. I mean, brook trout. Sorry, pretty, brook trout. Brook trout's tasty, even yeah. though they're kind of borderline endangered in the state of West Virginia. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Brooke Trout. Yeah, there's a, there's a limit for a reason. So, is it the male cardinal or the female cardinal that is brighter? Isn't the male cardinal the bright one? Probably. And the female is like, like brown. I don't white, like the brown or, gray or something. No, like it's that. like a really light, like yeah. faint red. Probably.
1: I mean, that's okay.
0: I could be completely wrong, guys. Don't judge me. Yeah,
1: I, I, I'd marry a male cardinal. No, 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 no! I'm just asking. <laughs> uh, there's no judgment I mean, no, I know, here.
0: No, I I'm just saying I, I couldn't remember which one was which, which one was. Yeah, the vi- more vibrant of the two. I don't remember. I should know this. I like that question, Anthony. That was, yeah. Thanks, Anthony. Threw me a little change up there.
1: <laughs> uh, next question is from Allie Joe Reynolds.
0: Oh, Allie Joe. Yeah.
1: At the end of the day, I hate you. Oh God. That's good. At the end of the day, what are some Appalachian customs or traditions that you grew up with that you want your
0: kids to experience? Okay. Dude, as soon as you asked me that question, the first thing that came to mind, and this may not be an Appalachian value, but the first thing that came to my mind was eating dinner at my grandmother's. I mean, it, it wasn't like an every Sunday dinner, but like anytime we went to eat at my grandma's, like... Dude, we would eat at like, 3 o'clock, and it was dinner. <laughs> Early dinner. Dude, it was stupid. Like, looking back, like, I would eat dinner at 3, and I would be Is hungry that, again. Would that be
1: considered dunch? Or linner?
0: God. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or late lunch. I, I would prefer <laughs> late lunch. But, no, we would always eat at, like, you know, 3. Like, dinner's at 3. Yeah. And... It, and like I said, I know it's not a value, but like that's just the first thing that came to mind. I, I remember going to my grandmother's house, and like she would have dinner ready at, at three or four, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and then any other day of the week, mom and dad would always have dinner ready like seven, eight, yeah. But no, that, that's one thing I just thought of. But like in terms of, um, in terms of Appalachian values, um. What about you? I mean, l- let
1: me flip it back on you. Yeah, I'd say which, I'd say the Appalachian tradition that I that I really want to carry on to my kids would we we did a bonus episode on it, but is uh, is hog butchering. Yeah, you know, to kind of teach that Appalachian value of self sustainability. Yeah, um, because it's something that I grew up around. I always enjoyed just being a part of, just seeing the process. Yeah, um, and the, just all the other fun stuff that kind of comes along with that. And then you you're, you're teaching. Self sufficiency, you are, um, to your kid at the yeah. same time wh- while they're enjoying themselves throughout that process and throughout that tradition. So, I, I, to me, that, that that's always been one that I've held kind of close to my heart. So, I'd say that would probably be mine.
0: I would say for me, it would be somewhere, something I, I think it would fall along the lines of take that out. Um, I think it would fall along the lines of, you know, growing up, I just, I see my dad and I see my mom as like two people that that work their butts off to mm-hmm. give me what I needed. And I know that's, I mean, I guess that's parenthood in yeah. a sense, but it just hit a little different knowing, you know, it, it it's hard for me to put it in words because, you know, my dad worked really hard. He was gone a lot, but like he made, he worked so hard. Uh, on on a on the flip side, to like try to get to all my football games, to get to all my basketball games, baseball games, whatever it may be, um, and and I think that's a value in itself uh, that that I want to take from from my from my family and instill here. You know, I, I want to show uh, my daughter uh, and future children like. You know, I'm I'm here to support you, and I love you, and 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 things like that, and and I want them to see my work ethic and and things yeah. that I do, uh, and I hope it's just as contagious. Um, and and like I said, I don't know if that's an Appalachian value per se. That's uh, one I know that, that, that you learn in Appalachian. With, Yeah, I I know it deals with just parenthood in general. Uh, but but you know, just seeing, you know, you, you have to think and to tie it back into this Appalachian realm is you know my dad welded so like you know he's cramped up in these small spaces all day dirty tired you know he he worked roving maintenance so you know he may be driving uh you know 2 hours to work and 2 hours back at times um just to make it to a basketball game or or a football game and to me you know i hope i can take um you know wh- what i had witnessed growing up as a child and spin that into into my child's life, so I think I think those are values that I've kind of picked up on is is the caring, compassionate side of of being a parent. so I like that, yeah, I like that so last one
1: is actually for my wife, oh, Melissa. No. It's a good one. It's a good one. that's why I wanted to throw this one out there. Why are you proud to be Appalachian? I can yeah. take this one first if you want
0: no, I, I Dude, to be honest, I think it's short, sweet to the point is the fact that, you know, there's, there's, it's just a small swath of the United States in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme, um, that not a lot of people can say that they are and embrace it and embrace it. Yeah, Uh, I feel like it's one of those things that, that I really, uh, I love the fact that, that, you know, we're starting to see a change in today's society of, and COVID may have had something to do with it. I'm thinking in terms of, you know, so many people, they want to go to small towns now. Yeah. You know, it's not understandable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, let's pack up and head to Vegas. Like it's like, let's pack up and head to Asheville or let's pack up and head to, you know, uh, wherever. (laughs) And, And, and I think that's so neat because people are starting to, I think see what we've seen mm-hmm. all along well, they 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 appreciate it yeah. they're learning to appreciate it yeah they are and i i think i think that's to answer the question i think that's that's what i like the most is the fact that i can say and, and, and i guess i just have a passion for our history mm-hmm. and to see where we've come from where we've been i think as a state but um you know i love educating people about our state history um and what we've been through as a state, and, and um, to me, th- that I think that fits the mold in terms of in terms of my perspective. Yeah, I, I like that. Do you? Again, yes, I do. Thanks, man.
1: You know why I'm proud to be Appalachian? Why are you proud to be Appalachian? I'm proud to be Appalachian because of the people of Appalachia. Okay. Because. Most folks, I mean, everybody refers to Southern hospitality. It's true, right? The Southern gentleman, something like that. But Appalachians are a whole different level. Yeah, I mean, it's shirt off your back, like, come on in, have some supper. Hey, you want a beer? Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and and yes, just, I do. <laughs> but to just know that I'm I'm a product of an area that is known to have people that are just genuinely kind. And friendly, despite all of their faults, despite all of our faults, yeah, um, just overall good people. Yeah, I think that's why I'm most mostly proud to be
0: Appalachian. And and I'll I'll piggyback off that. <clears throat> I think you talk about this kindness aspect, and, and I talked about our state history and what we've been through as a state. Mm-hmm. And you know, you throw in this idea of us being taken advantage of because of our kindness. Yeah. And yet, we still continue to be kind. To be kind, because well, you know, we we treat others unto how you like to be treated. Yeah, the golden rule, man. Yeah, and I feel like I,
1: if there's ever a region that is <laughs> ever held pretty true yeah. to that high standard, yeah, of the golden rule, it's totally Appalachia, man. Yeah, one hundred, yeah. totally I'm, Appalachia. Do we become jaded? Have our people become jaded? To a sense, yes. Yeah. But at the at the end of the day. Thanks, man. <laughs> at the oh, end of yeah. the day,
0: they're still good people. Yeah, yeah. And continue overall. to be. Yeah. And will continue to be. You know, I think that's um I think that's something just to tie both of ours together. It's it's you know, we're kind, we get screwed over, mm-hmm. but we're still gonna be kind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like me standing here and the government comes and punches me in the mouth. Like, hey, thanks, pal. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. You can hit the other cheek if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <please>. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a job. <laughs> like, we'll work hard. <laughs> can you make my other eye black, please? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I think that um that's totally why. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be Appalachian and, and consider myself a hapa, uh, a Appalachian. <laughs> uh, dude, did you get a haircut? I did, man. It looks it I looks did. pretty nice. Skin fade. Uh, skin I see fade, hard skin part. Skin fade. Took it down. Skin fade. Hard part. Uh, even take... They... My barber even took the straight razor and like... Oh, that's the best. Oh like dude solidified Straight that razor to hard the hard part. part. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Where'd you get that done at? Vision's Barbershop in yeah. Gapolis Ferry.
1: The official barbers of... What's Appalachian? Appalachian. Uh, we can depend on those guys every time, can't we? Yeah,
0: man. Jason and Justin do a hell of a job uh, no matter what it matter what you bring to the table uh they're they're gonna do their best every time oh. uh and and i'll be honest the the moment you walk in the door you feel welcomed uh have a nice leather couch there for you to hang out on tv's up it's just it's just those two working together and and the the conversation that you have there it's it, it is a traditional barber shop man yeah and
1: it really is with with, with a new with a new edge yeah but it's 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 great. You got that new age, old age well, type setup,
0: and And we'll have Justin and Jason on, on the podcast eventually. Um, and one thing we had talked about was just the culture and atmosphere that they've created there. Mm-hmm. Guys, hands down, it is a barbershop feel. You watch the movies, you watch TV, and you see barbershops. It, it's, it's the exact same culture and atmosphere. Yeah. So, guys, Visions Barbershop in Galpolis Ferry, West Virginia, that's where you need to be to get the haircut that you need.
1: That was, was good. Yeah, i I try.
0: That was pretty good, man. You just... Yeah.
1: I like that. <laughs> uh, but seriously, guys, we appreciate everything they do for us. Definitely. And we hope that you guys stop by sometime and tell them that Cody and Gabe sent you. So, Cody, it's been a pretty fun episode tonight. Has been. A little, little out of the ordinary for yeah. for us
0: and, and whatnot. But, it's been uh, you and me, man. It's it's a good Saturday night. You and me, pal. Yeah, just like just like the old days. Just like the old days. Yeah. Ah, you and me, just... <laughs> Sitting back, talk, talking, BSing. Yeah, hanging out. It's just like when we used to do it last weekend. <laughs>
1: All right, dude. So uh, what are you drinking to tonight?
0: Dude, tonight, this, this is going to sound random as hell, but I, I'm so proud um, of this dude that that is, that is doing what he's doing. Uh, I'm going to take a swig real quick. We'll swig it up. I want to take a swig to Christopher Clark of Mason, West Virginia. Um, Like I said, I know it's random. (laughs) Uh, And the reason being is because uh, before I graduated graduated from Marshall University, uh, I had student taught at a small school uh, north of Point Pleasant called Wahama High School. Uh, And I had the pleasure of having Chris in class. And, and, you know, Chris was very intelligent. Chris, um, you know, was really down to earth uh what was love sports just like i did and and we connected and whatnot uh and it kind of just goes into that whole idea of um you know when you teach you build these everlasting relationships with 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 people yeah and i, I had gotten some great news chris reached out to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and it informed me that he's running for mayor of no Mason, West Virginia. Yeah, man.
1: No uh, so this is a 20 something year old kid. Yeah. Stepping up kind of like we talked about earlier. Yeah.
0: And him, dude, I, I, I was so happy to hear that because you know, it, it, it is weird because I did have him in class and, and whatnot. And I, and you know, I was just a senior in college. So, um, but, but, uh, you know, to hear that, that he has this, this passion to run for mayor and do his thing there in Mason, um, it it really made me hopeful because now we're starting to see this shift into the into this realm of our younger generation. And I don't mean to sound old or anything like that, but like our younger generation, people younger than, than you and I mm-hmm. are running for office, man, wanting to make a difference within their town. And when I talked to Chris, Love he it. was just like, it, it, this, "This this Mason is so much better than what it is. It it can." There's so much that can be brought here, so much can be done, blah, blah, blah. Had so much passion. And and like he was energy. going out. Yeah. And he was going out and, and he was wanting to find people uh that were like minded to run for city council. And he was trying to push these people that that be fast through. Yeah, movement. man. And he he's reaching out to his friends, like, guys, you gotta get on council. Like and I'm not sure who I don't know who all ended up running for council, but you know, he's trying to sway his his um you know people his age to to go and run for council, and mm-hmm. I, I love it man i love it i really do like uh chris I, I wish nothing but the best for you man and and i hope i hope you know all your aspirations and everything like that i, I hope you keep continuing to chase those goals and 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 do what you need to do man yeah i'll drink to that too cheers 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 chris What about you, dude?
1: I'm, Mine's a little selfish for okay. us. I'm going to drink to uh, the fact that we're going to be launching our Patreon. What? Yes, our I Patreon, knew nothing about this. Nothing at all? We're, we're launching it March 1st, which will be the day after this episode releases. Yep. So very stoked about this, guys. Um, we're going to be bringing some additional content, just... Bonus episodes, a little bit of video here and there. We have some fun ideas man. to kind of throw out there we ever, over the next few months. Oh man! So yeah. if you're not familiar with Patreon, it's kind of a, I guess, a crowd sourcing type yeah uh, platform for different types of creators. Um, so uh, there's different tiers. Um, we actually have a total of four tiers right now, um, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, we have our light tier. Which is only a dollar a month. You get some early access to some episodes. And we give you a shout out on the episode. Then we have our heavy. <laughs> no, no, I think you little. see what we're going. yeah. I, yeah. Think what, I think you see what we're doing here. <laughs> uh, it's going to be about six bucks a month, and it's the same as the previous tier, um, except you get a WhatsApp lashing and sticker and uh, some bonus video episodes um so pretty excited about that yeah yeah. then following that we have our reserve yeah (laughs) so same as uh the previous tier um but also includes a coffee mug to enjoy that what
0: that uh what what's what's happening is official
1: coffee from river roasters so i'm that, that that's pretty awesome yeah and i've seen that. the coffee
0: cups guys they they're fun they, they, are. <laughs> they are they're fun they're, they're, they're simple cups. but they're fun they are and then if you're
1: feeling real froggy we have a, a tier of we just want to hang out so this is a tier that, that if you uh, want to pay, pay for um we'll we'll make a trip of up to 2 or 3 hours to come hang out with you record an episode with you yeah. we'll post that on our regular platform and uh, and whatnot and uh and it also includes everything from the previous tiers. Yeah. So uh we'd appreciate it if anybody that might be interested to to check out Patreon and and subscribe.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll be throwing the information out there to you guys and and um you know every all the proceeds that we get from um from Patreon we we've simply just decided that we're going to throw it back into the equipment that we uh Mm-hmm. That, that we want to that we want to upgrade and, and things of that sort and start and bringing
1: we, different merch to yeah, you guys. We're yeah. we're really thinking about doing some merch merchandise.
0: Yeah, and and you know Gabe and I had sat and talked for a little bit about you know introducing video to to. I know this is a podcast, but uh, throwing some video cast stuff out there for you guys to see too. Um, you know, in terms of I know during the summer this summer Gabe and I have for our Patreon members, is that what they're called members followers Patreoners? I am not patrons proper terminology.
1: Patron.
0: Oh. Hmm. Patronians. No. But uh we're we we will um we're gonna start up what we're gonna call our Campfire Chronicles.
1: I'm excited about that.
0: So our Campfire Chronicles guys it's just um literally just Gabe and I sit out by the fire like we usually do on the weekends, uh, throughout the throughout the summer, fall, whenever. Um and we'll have some guests with us there and, mm-hmm. and you know there'll be some some short episodes with uh with some cool guests and and some great probably comedic. Yeah. <laughs> probably comedic. It'll be fun, laid back entertainment. It's so guys just
1: genuinely us being us. Yeah. Just
0: as these episodes are. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, hopefully more. hopefully you look up the Patreon um information that we pump out to you. Um, we are in the works of t-shirts, hats, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of stuff flowing. So yeah, we're you know, if you get a chance, look us up on, on the, on the Patreons, uh, <laughs> Patreon. <we pump> the, <laughs> dot com. Yeah, when we, when we, uh, pump the information out there. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and with that, just between the Patreon and then, uh, our jobs kind of being a little more busy this time of year mm-hmm. with sports finally kicking back up in West Virginia. Um, we're actually going to be changing our drop date for our regular episodes to Wednesday at 5 a.m.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so after Monday kind of sucks up. and Tuesdays suck, just hump you know, day, hump day gives you something to look forward to. You got Cody and Gabe to ride with you on the way to work
1: or on the way home
0: or on so. the way home or while you're
1: chilling out, having a couple cool Hell, of cool, who cares
0: doing something whenever. whenever when you're breathing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, you know, Wednesday, it's a nice midweek, uh, release. And like Gabe said, I think with sports kicking back up, uh, I know basketball wise, there'll be some weeks we have four games a week and Gabe will be with us. Uh, Gabe will be with me then, um, so it'll be it was, It's going to be a busy few months. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be a good few months. But yeah, guys,
1: we'll thanks again for hanging out with us this evening. Uh, this is Gabe Roush signing off with Cody Greathouse. Take care. Have a good week, guys. This episode was powered by West Virginia Can't Wait.